0: From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. We welcome you into Teal the Podcast, the most important podcast of the preseason episode anyway. I like it. Uh, Because we're coming off, Mark, the most important preseason game of the year, we actually saw the starters we did. You looked overwhelmed with excitement as a result.
1: I do. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know? Give me your overall two words. Yeah. Two words. Just okay? Yeah. Um, and you're focusing on the offense, I have to. Yeah, of course. Like. I'm yeah. looking at the offense. I was hoping and even expecting to see more. Let's start with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I thought the quarterback was a little off. Yeah. His numbers, 6 of 10, he threw a touchdown, he had that bad interception at the end. Um, it wasn't that, the the interception. He liked to have that back, of course, but those things happen. I, I call those dumb interceptions. You throw it and the guy makes a good play, cuts in front. I know an interception is an interception, but um, what was disappointing was his, his accuracy. Surprisingly inaccurate. Um, he had two good passes, the touchdown pass on the on the bootleg mm-hmm. to D.D. Westbrook and the swing pra- pass to Leonard Fournette. Um, other than that, balls were left short. Balls were thrown behind. Uh, quick slant route early on uh, to, I think, it was the second, maybe the third series to D.D. Westbrook was behind him. D.D. makes a nice play. Another pass to D.D. Westbrook uh, just leads him right into a linebacker. Mm-hmm. might have been a safety. And just Got gets crushed. the receiver lit mm-hmm. up. That is all on the quarterback Uh, go route was short, a crossing route by the tight end was short, just not real sharp, but I say all that to say this, not that big a deal. It was his first work. What is, what is a big deal is the fact that that's all we're going to get to see him in preseason. And all I can say on that Cole, is if I'm the quarterback and I got that amount of work, 10 passes, wasn't real sharp, um good to be back out there, but it wasn't my best. I would be concerned going into the opener playing a good team like the Kansas City Chiefs. The performance that Foles had
0: Thursday night is not a winning performance against a Super Bowl contender. There is absolutely no question. So in a quarter and a half, roughly, one touchdown. Um, the one I'm gonna have to go back to look at. I I agreed with you, I agree with you on, on almost all of your your thoughts. I want to see on the 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 sort of slant to Dee yes. Whether that's the only place he could throw it because of the defenders. I'm not. I,
1: that was well, my I'll first impression this. on if that one. If you have to throw it behind a receiver on a slant, you should have never thrown that, okay. it. There. Okay. There's no question. Yeah. Slants are meant to be hit. You hit him anywhere from the waist to the chest. You keep it low. You can't keep. You can't put it high. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if it was that type of, tight of window, you never throw slants like that. Other routes are different, but slants are different. Now, you
0: are comparing him in terms of his accuracy to a league standard, right? I, I'm this comparing is what it you want. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. His misses were better than Bortle's misses. All right. And I, I think yeah. this is, I'm just saying this because. This is the first time we've seen him. I don't think we're going to be comparing him to Blake Bortles all that much going forward. I, I never will, right? actually. So, but but if you want to say, all right, well, all right, are we raising the the floor? What's the ceiling for Nick Foles, and what's the floor in terms of potential best and worst? Right. The floor is higher, you know, than than we saw with Bortles. Bortles, bad Bortles, completely different situation. If this was bad Foles, if it was, then all right you'll like that part of it. You yes. definitely want to see the, see better accuracy, better production. And I don't, again, I, I know you're kind of writing off the interception. I don't know what he was looking at Yeah, Yeah, play.
1: Yeah, I, 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 it was just, it was it actually was a weird interception. Yeah. Um, and you bring up a good point because we've talked about, listen, and, and I've said it, you know, Foles is a good quarterback and has had some really, really good moments. But if you look at the volume, the body of work, uh, Okay, mm-hmm. um, surrounded by a real good team in Philly, we, we've talked all about that. We don't have to go down that road, but you know what can we expect out of Nick Foles? Um, so last night, I think when I when I evaluate last night's performance, I'm comparing him, I'm comparing Nick Foles to really perhaps what I hope Nick Foles is going to be uh, for a starting quarterback that's getting twenty something million dollars. That wasn't good enough. I right. can tell you that. Yes. Um, and I know the numbers are high these days, and I, but there was so much build up, and Nick Foles this, and Nicks Foles that. Okay, well, if we're going to build this guy up, and he's not, he's good enough to not play hardly any preseason. Well, then I got to see better than that, because that wasn't that wasn't uh, good enough for an NFL quarterback. He did get hurt by a Leonard Fournette
0: drop, which could have kept a drive going potentially, giving him some more chances.
1: Not sure he sh- should have thrown that. Is that right? Yeah. Well. Um, if it's caught, I think Leonard is immediately tackled. It surprised Leonard. Leonard wasn't even really looking at it. So, I, is know, that on the TV quarterback probably? or the or the or the I, running back? I was just gonna say if you see it on TV, uh, it's hard because it, you got to see the all twenty-two. Uh, it looked a little tight. It looked a little if a rece- if a if a running back's not sure and he kind of looks and the ball's on him and it and and it, the ball goes up. If I'm the quarterback, it's on me. Uh, but then again, that's one of those, it didn't look good. I'm always going to put it on the quarterback. Because running backs typically, Cole, um, they're not the best pass receivers. You really got to be accurate. You can't surprise them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I uh, always put that on the quarterback. And listen, I'm not trying to be hard on Nick Foles. But... Um, I saw I saw really one good play out of him last night. The other one was a swing pass to Fournette that that you could have completed. Well, that's not good enough. To far be fair, either. I'm very accurate. Well, this is true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, would just, it would just it needs to be better. The question is, uh, with Nick Foles in this offense, surrounded by these guys, mm-hmm. is that the best yeah. we're going to see? And against
0: the Dolphins' defense, that is not exactly, yeah, you know the you know the the level of the Jaguars defense uh, let me say
1: this at the at the peak of my playing career when I was playing well when I was playing I had bad preseason games too mm-hmm. you know I mean I just did and to be fair I had some I had some games where all right what, what was that what just happened mm-hmm. I'm off I'm inaccurate bad reads and uh um so those things do happen but this is all we get to see. From well, I was going to say, you ha- all we get to see. You may have had that, but you were going to play the next preseason. Oh, there's game. no question. I played all preseason. Yes, games. Yeah. you know, I I never, you know, playing for Coughlin wearing a Jaguar uniform. I don't think I missed a preseason game unless I was banged up in some way. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, you're playing. That might have been a lot. It might have been a series or two here and there, but I was in it. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Uh, some other guys on the offense I want to touch on before mm-hmm. we move to the defense. We mentioned Leonard Fournette. I thought he ran with. Uh, I liked it. uh, You know, some steam behind his pads. Yep, I Uh, liked it. Thought I thought he looked like the kind of guy you want to see. I thought last year, you know, Fournette said he wanted to play lighter. He wound up being out of shape. (laughs) I think Leonard Fournette needs to not worry so much about being a speed back, and think of himself as a power back. Uh, And he can be a power back with some moves, a nimble power back. But his best runs, I think, ahead of him are going to be.
1: With some power, I agree. I agree with that. I mean he's a—that's um, what we saw his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, you would never confuse, you know, Leonard Fournette, nor should you with Todd Gurley. They—they they're, should be two different guys, right? Mm-hmm. They are two different yep. guys, and I think uh, Leonard uh, needs to think that way. He's not a third-down, smaller, shifty. For his size, he's pretty shifty. He's mm-hmm. Fine, but. Uh, I thought he ran hard yesterday. Yep. It was fun. It looks like there was some some energy there, a little bit of emotion. Uh, he looked like a, a good, strong, physical running back that had some had some good runs. Not all of them were great, but not all of them are going to be great, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, I, uh, the other couple of guys I want to talk about. Uh, I did want to see more from Chris Conley. He, he yeah. Was, what happened there?
1: Where, where you just didn't get the ball. I, I
0: mean, I guess that was part of it. Um, there were a lot of short passes, and whether that was part of the game plan because. Hey, this is a way to to increase the likelihood that Foles doesn't get hurt. Right, uh, not knowing as much about that offensive line, I don't. I'm not really sure, but um, just really the one opportunity that was turned into the pass interference, which was a positive thing on an underthrown ball. Definitely underthrown. Um, I don't think it was supposed to be a back shoulder ball. No, that was not supposed to be. A and back shoulder and, ball. and that was really all we we saw. Out of, there was one other attempt, I think, to, in his direction, um, and then the offensive line. Uh, he only had a couple series with Cam Robinson at left tackle. Right. But Cam, Norwell, Linder, Will Richardson. Yeah. Talk about a high riser from where we thought he was going to be at the start of camp to now. And then, um, Juwan Taylor at right tackle. I thought they did okay. Yeah. I don't think it was great, but I thought it was okay. Yep.
1: Uh, and Foles wasn't under undue pressure, but again... Had to move around a little bit. A little bit. Uh... Ran the ball a few good running plays. You know, I, if I'm grading it, it it's a, uh, it's 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 between a C plus and a and a B maybe. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take that. All right. Yeah. But then again, Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And and that
0: this is sort of in the big picture. I expected the Jaguars going into a game against the Dolphins, a team that they're already talking about whether the, you know whether they're going to draft Tua or Trevor Lawrence yeah. <laughs> right yeah. with the first pick of the draft. Um, they're one of the top contenders for the number one pick. I thought going against the, the Dolphins in the preseason, you'd see the Jaguars. I said this last time on the podcast. They go down the field, bing, bang, boom, 17-3. Foles is sitting down. Perfect. You know, Fournette's got the ball cap on. We're Everyone's ready to happy. Didn't happen. Now, mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball, we saw that, and we're sort of burying the lead here. We wanted to talk about Foles, but Josh Allen, wow. Yes,
1: Um, that was fun to watch. Uh, We knew he was good. We knew he'd he'd likely make an impact, that he'd be on the field, make some plays. This could be fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, let me say this, and you you know this, Cole. Before we enshrine him in Canton, all right, let's see some regular season games. Let's see him against some better competition uh, than the Miami Dolphins' tackles, one of which... Right before the game, decided he, yeah, he wouldn't to play. Yeah, Tunzel out. But, um, and, yeah. but he, he played with a lot of energy, made some plays, harassed uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, much more than Fitzpatrick was was expecting. Um, here's the problem with the whole thing, though. And this is what the only thing I don't like about Josh Allen last night. He's not a secret anymore.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure he was going to be a secret for yeah, long. Yeah,
1: but I think now... What happens when they start the Chiefs, getting it? I think the Chiefs go from, hey now let's not overlook this guy. Let's not just focus on Ngakwe and and Campbell. Uh we gotta keep an eye. Now they're thinking, okay, do we have a plan for Josh Allen? Which is great, mm-hmm. um, but he's not gonna surprise anybody now based on that performance. He was all over the place. Yeah. It was awesome it to was, watch.
0: I think it was the most impressive preseason performance by a Jaguars rookie. I have ever seen. And here's the sad, uh,
1: it's not sad. But think of the the huge chasm, the huge from one end to the of the spectrum to the next between last year's first round pick and this year's first You're round. You're reading pick. my mind. What we watched yeah. last night is what a first round pick you hope looks like. It's it's unfortunate. Yeah, you had two roughing the
0: passer calls against Taven Bryan. Oh, he did have a little more penetration during the game. I, I want to be fair and give him credit uh, because I'm, I'm I'm looking at him with a critical eye, but I'm trying to see everything that's yeah. happening. I'm not trying to bury Taven Bryan. I'm trying to assess where he really is right now. He did make some uh, make a difference in terms of getting into the backfield, yep. but you got to play smarter than that. Yeah. I mean, it's there. Listen, did Fitzpatrick sell the second one a little bit?
1: Yeah. Savvy vet. Listen. Figured he knows how to do that. Harvard will do that to you, all right? <laughs> he has the beard of wisdom. Yes, he does. The <laughs> By the way, sage. that beard. The old sage.
0: That be- yeah, that beard is on point for oh mid season form right now. It's
1: terrible. There are small animals living in that beard. It's but, but
0: they're living a good life, Mark, and that's the important thing. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the rich man's Todd Bauman. I've decided. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that nobody can keep around for very long. But, <laughs> man, awesome. you just can't, like, you can't just discount him. And maybe it's him. maybe it's the mind. I
1: love it. I love everything about it.
0: Uh, great. The You know, the whole thing, I mean, it is, and they made the, the comparison on the broadcast with, as Fitzpatrick was at Harvard winning the Ivy League Player of the Year, Mark Zuckerberg was at Harvard creating the Facebook. And, <laughs> the, the you know, Facebook. yeah. <laughs> So it, it does put some perspective on, in terms of how long Fitzpatrick's
1: been around doing yeah, it, yeah. and and sort of his. Let yes, me ask you this: Taven Bryan, do they have a decision to make there?
0: So, one of the things, and I was watching. Well, obviously, he got a lot of playing time with the ones because Marcel Darius was out. So, he, right. So he's being tested with the ones, which can be a benefit because you've got yes, Calais Campbell on one side, you've got you know uh, Avery Jones, and you've got uh, uh, Ngakwe or Allen. Um, or both in some cases around you. So you get a chance to play where you are the least uh, focused on player on that defensive right. line. That's, that's the good. The, the bad of it is you're playing against the first-team offense and sort of being – I mean, you're, if you're making plays against the second-team offense, okay, well, let's see what you do with the ones. Against the ones, he just hasn't. Right. He hasn't done much. He hasn't yeah. made a difference – you know, in the game, if they had another option at, at the three technique, um, and I guess the next guy at the three technique probably be Ilianku. Yeah, uh, but it's not as if they're, you know, they're loaded with with guys at, at that position right now, um, and they don't need to be because on third down, Calais moves inside and plays that spot, and it it changes the sure. the look of things. Um, I think Taven Bryan's going to be on this team, but. They're going to have to, if this was next year, it would definitely be decision time. Right. Um, that makes sense. Somebody somebody tweeted at me after I had tweeted something about this Allen versus Brian sort of comparison that, um, well, there's a difference between the 7th pick and the 28th pick. Yeah. But there's a difference between year 1 and year 2.
1: Very true. You know
0: what I mean? So Great point. How how the physical tools that Josh Allen has are superior to the physical tools Dave and Bryan has. Right. Nobody would doubt that Josh Allen is an elite athlete for his age. Um, But boy, something. Right. You know what? I mean, and I'm thinking of of, of guys who were picked by the Jaguars in the 20s. Um, And you can look back on the career arcs of some of these guys, but guys like Mercedes Lewis and Donovan Darius, guys who were picked later in the first round after very good years for the Jaguars, You'd like Taven Bryan to show you something that he can be the defensive tackle version of either one of those guys. You would love that. And so far, Taven Bryan doesn't look like the defensive tackle version of, you know, Danny Clark at this point. I mean, there's just, there's not, there's not enough. So, um, that does concern me. Didn't get a lot out of Ngakwe. Nope. uh,
1: Mostly because... Josh Allen was wrecking things as he went. Special team struggled a little bit. Spe- special J. Trust- Chark had that weird kind of. he's yeah. in the protocol,
0: right? He, he is. Keelan Cole got popped a couple of times. Yeah. Not Keelan's fault. It's the blocking's fault. Yeah, it was
1: bad. Two, uh, two
0: punt returns in a row, and then a missed field goal by Josh Lambo. Surprising. Uh, oh, it was a long one, but um, I thought Logan Cook looked good from a punting standpoint. So let's give this great. Let's give this game. For the Jaguars, a grade. And remember, we're grading on the curve of the preseason. But what you know, they lose the game. I don't even remember the score. Twenty-two to seven. There I you, believe. Okay, the twenty-two to seven. I stopped paying attention to the score. Well, I stopped watching, watching at halftime. But <laughs> <laughs> I, <couldn't.
1: laughs> I read that this morning. <laughs> so let's give but let's
0: give the performance a grade. And we're talking about the
1: starters. The starters, The, the backups, not notwithstanding. Well, Can we break it up in special, well, at least offense and defense? You knew that, and then give me an overall. Grade. Okay, well, defense defense was an A. Yes. The only thing on defense uh, that uh, I didn't like seeing was Jalen Ramsey getting beat. Say what you want, Jalen Ramsey got beat mm-hmm. on a go route. It was a poorly thrown ball; could have very easily been a touchdown if it was a good throw. Uh, Josh Allen made up for it, made up for it uh, when the starters were out there. I think they got, they got ten yards. Right. The offense said, that's an A. Yeah, um, I'm going to put C plus on the uh, on the offense. So. I, I'll give this. I'll give it a B, B minus overall. I'll go with B minus because I thought special teams was very poor. So I'm at a B minus for the night. Yeah, and I'm I would I'm kind of leaning towards the C plus. Yeah. You so know, B, minus, yeah. B, B minus. B minus C, C plus. plus.
0: Let's just say it's an 80 out of 100. hmm 80 out of 100 in the NFL gets yeah. you to what? You're nine se- and seven on yeah, it. I was going to go the other way. Seven and nine. Seven
1: and nine. Eight and eight. You know.
0: Yeah, you, you, so which is about where I've been thinking this team will be yep. uh, uh, since the off season, uh, much to the chagrin of some uh, viewers and listeners. But uh, if they're going to be a team that's going to contend, they've got to they got to be better. Uh, there's no doubt about. it. There's
1: no question. And, and listen, I I uh, the offense needs to be better, and I know we have some really good players on defense, um, really really good players. But as you know, that is not always – that. it's the most important factor, but it's not every factor. Mm-hmm. I want to see how well they play together. I want to see how they respond when Kansas City has a drive and just takes it right down the field. Because that can, in, in all likelihood, will happen maybe once or twice. Um, great players does not equal a great defense. There's more to it than that. Um, so – we didn't what see I'm saying is, by I'm way, not 100 sold on this defense yet. I, I, we I didn't see a see lot. We didn't no. see a lot in terms of. That's what's scheming. driving me crazy. They just kind of said,
0: "All right, go out there and get them." I mean, yep. I'm not, it was. It was. There's obviously more to it than that, but and they, listen, it's great when you can just get pressure with your front four. There were a couple of times where they basically had, basically had like a three-four look right. with Ngakwe and Allen sort of standing up on the end. So a little bit of a, of a wrinkle there. Yep, that's fun to see. Uh, and by the way. I it, I would bet dollars to donuts that that's a Dom Capers thing where he said, hey, you oh, know, yeah. let's play with this
1: a little bit. Uh, well, part of, part of preseason, two is you put something out there just so other teams that you play in the regular season have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. That's it. You just put it out there. It may not be part of what you do. It could be all you do. But you just mix it up and do different things just to get the other teams thinking. Got to both s- sides of the ball. You do that.
0: Make Kansas City do more work than yes. they would ordinarily, yep. uh, because the the one thing the Jaguars have an advantage of over Kansas City at this point is that there has been more change with this team, and that becomes something where you've got to think about you know what what's what's happening going forward. All right, last thing here. Let's look ahead. Last preseason game. Don't expect to see any starters of any uh, regard playing in that game. Would you play Josh
1: Allen in that game? Uh, no, I've seen enough from Josh Allen. Keep him healthy. Don't make him play. Get some young guys in. Now, this is the one game of preseason that I, I do agree with Doug Rohn. Mm-hmm. Don't play him. I mean, don't even let him come to the stadium. They might trip on some something or don't let him warm up. I mean, it's time to get ready for regular season.
0: Gardner Minshew took every snap that Nick Foles did not against the Dolphins in the final preseason game. You gonna put Gardner in for the whole way? Do you yep. want to see
1: Alex Magoo and No, I don't need to see Magoo. Magoo's gonna be on practice squad at best. I want to see Gardner Minshew and get him as many reps as possible, give him four quarters. All right, in the big picture, what have the Jaguars accomplished in the preseason? Well, they worked on their young players.
0: hmm. Uh
1: they got to they got to see some good and some bad. I think they've seen some, they know a lot more about Taven Bryant. They know a lot more about Josh Allen. I think they know a lot more about Will Richardson, um, some guys that they probably had some question marks about. Um, they learned a few things, but overall, I don't think they learned a lot, at least in the games, about their offense or defense. Just didn't see it. This, this is a great question for the for the coaches, because they would lie to you and tell you, oh, this was this played out perfect and all this stuff. I'm not buying it. I think they learned some some things about some, some players. Some things. Some things, just some things. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement. You said some for this things. Pre-season. Some,
0: some, said, things. Some, said some things. You said some things. said some things. You said some things. I don't know. Things. Forget about it. It's yeah, yeah. Not a big deal. No, we'll go on. <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> you did say some things. <laughs> 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 to be fair. To be fair.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get with all right, the Niro later. Down. And people <laughs> are like, when are these guys
0: done? <laughs> we we are done now because Mark has to get ready for tonight's season opener. Yes. Fly Eagles Fly, Episcopal taking on Providence this evening. Mm. I'll be at Nice Ponte is our Football Friday game of the week. Cool. Uh, then, of course, uh, tomorrow, Saturday,
1: the, uh, the Bold, Bold City, City Showcase. The Publix Bold City yeah, Showcase. No, other, yeah, I was, I was chastised earlier at the station because I didn't start with
0: Yes, legs, so. yes, uh, that's happened a few times. Uh, so, Publix Bold City Showcase, presented by Sonic and brought to you by us. Um, it will be uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, from noon with pregame show. Mark will be making an appearance on the pregame yep. show. I'll do the play-by-play for the first game, which is Lee against Bartram Trail. Joe Zalinka will be joining me in the booth. Joey Z. We'll be breaking down the long snapping. Then uh, the second <laughs> game is Mandarin against Atlantic Coast, and I'll be back for the third game, which is uh, Bulls against University Christian. Kyle Brady will be joining me in the booth, so I'll be the one smushed up against the side uh, trying mm. to find some room. Very little room in there. Not a lot of room there. with Kyle, but looking forward to doing yeah. those games. All right, thanks for listening to Teal the Podcast. You can subscribe on... Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And as always, you can find Teal the podcast under the Sports tab on NewsForJacks.com. Make plans to join us at the Mark Grinnell Show Monday at Sneakers, Jacksonville Beach, seven until eight on CW17. And until next time, thanks for listening to Teal the Podcast.